Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I hope you are having a wonderful day. You've had a wonderful weekend wherever you are in the world. Um, Today's topic is all about uh, the power of the tongue. So we've been learning lots of things uh, within CWIB and external and um, at the minute we're just going through a six-week Bible study challenge, which if you would still like to join us, you can. Um, You'll just have to catch up on the weeks that we've done. But basically over this past year, or this new year, 2018, which isn't that new anymore, (laughs) God has just been taking us on such a great learning journey and such such great opportunities are coming out of it. And so today's podcast, I wanted to share with you a little bit about that journey. Um, Some of you have been on the journey with us and then what I want to talk to you about today. So at the beginning of the year, we kind of went through like a spiritual warfare kind of thing where God was showing us, okay, well, these are the boundaries you need to have in your business. You know, how do we facilitate being out in the field of the world (laughs) and but keep ourselves within God's holiness? And so we've covered a little bit about that. We've covered a little bit about, okay, so what do we do when we're faced with customers that might not line up with our values um, and might do things of the new age? And how do we handle that? And how it's each and on and every personal level of of what God's guiding you to do. Um, As long as you're bringing truth to your word and your light, God might have you in there as a missionary where you need to be out in the field and working with these people to bring the light. As long as you're not doing the new age stuff yourself or, you know, going against God values yourself, just keeping yourself in that protection. Um, And someone asked me about that. I sent me a message in saying, hey, SJ, you know, love what the community is all about. Love what you guys are doing. Um, I work in a sector where I do have to work with people who are in the new age. You know, can I still be a part of the community even though I'm working with them? And I basically explained what CWIB was. Um, And this is how I explained it. Just going to add a little bit more to it, though, for the podcast. So if anyone's ever seen the movie Shaq, um, or read the book Shack. I haven't read the book yet, but I've, I've seen the movie and it was brilliant. I want you to imagine that CWIB is like a house that you see in the shack, that house where God sits. It is his house and in it dwells God, the Holy Spirit and Jesus. And it's a house of peace. It's a house of holiness and it's a place of rest. That's what CWIB is. We want to create it so it's a place where women 
who are out doing businesses, who are out in the field, they know they've got a place to call home where they can come home and rest in God and learn about God and learn about his character and build their relationship with him through the word, through prayer um, and through perseverance. So that's what our community is about. That's what the business socials are about. That's what our Facebook community is about. That's what our workshops are about as well as business things is about being a temple on the internet or a church on the internet and face-to-face of God, being that home to people where they can just come home from their busy lives and just rest in His God, in Him and know that they've got a safe place to come to discuss about these awkward, difficult topics that we're covering, to ask questions and to know that there's, you know... Uh, 120 plus women now uh, behind them, um, having their back, looking after them, praying for them um, and bringing life and speaking life into them. So that's what CWIB is. So when you are out, we don't like to have people who practice new age stuff in the community. That's our boundary. And that's a boundary that God has given us. But we understand that there's women out there who um, your business is founded on God, you love God and he is like you've given yourself to Jesus and all that, but you might have to go out into the field into new age stuff and minister to those women and be that light and to be that goodness in their lives. So we want to be here to support you when you do that. We want to be here to cover you when you do that, to give you that support so you can go out and do that and know that once you've kind of been out there and you've prayed over yourself, you've cleaned yourself up again and that you've got a home to come to and, um, you know, just that whole process of being in, in a holy place. And that's why we have boundaries. We have those boundaries so we can remain holy for God and there's no... Um, there's no place for the devil to be in there. It's just pure, good, holy goodness of God. (laughs) Uh, Things come up over time and we deal with them. That's just life. That's just the devil. Uh, But we're here for you and we're here to support you. And so as God's been taking us on this journey um, of doing that and, you know, really demonstrating how important it is to have those boundaries, the next thing that God has kind of showed us and is showing to us about how important it is to get into his word and to keep our eyes on Jesus. And so when we were going through the spiritual warfare stuff, God put in my heart to do a six-week challenge. I didn't know what I was going to be teaching and he's brought to pass about what it is. So I'm sat recording this podcast like a few weeks in front just so you can get the timeline on this. And so God has just been like, you know what? You need to teach these women how to find the truth, how to find my word. They need to learn how to keep their eyes on Jesus. And the best way to do that is through learning how to read God's word. And so you can read the truth and so you can be in yourself. And I know some people say, oh, I've read it and it confuses me or I don't really get it or I'm too busy. Oh my gosh, you are not too busy for God. (laughs) God will sort everything out for you and help you along the way if you come and spend time with him and build your relationship. Trust me. So yeah, so I wanted to, so, you know, we're going to be doing that through the 
do the business Bible study challenge for busy business owners. I get that, okay, we can't spend sometimes half a day, even though it is good to spend half a day reading the Bible and praying and things like that that do bring you closer to Jesus. But yes, it's important. So we're going to be breaking it down. We're going to be keeping it really simple, really effective. So when you guys come against stuff, you can go, you know what? I'm going to go back to the Bible and I'm going to be confident that I'm going to find the answer to that or that I know and are given the resources so I can deal with this. And so one of the things and the topic that I wanted to cover with you today is all about the power of the tongue and all about how maybe we underestimate how words affect our lives. And I'm sure you've all heard preachers on it and all heard, you know, I don't know, it is a topic that is shared in churches, but how is it shared in business and how is it relevant in business and what can we learn through this? So as I've mentioned, we've set up CWIB to be a place that brings life. Like God's word is a word that brings life. He brings life. How can we align ourselves with God so we can be the example of Jesus the best we can, even though we're only human and sin, sinners, or sin is in us, however opinion you have about that, that have been rescued by Jesus. He lives in us. So how can we be that breath of life into people? So Proverbs 18.21, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. So when you hear, maybe you're going to a business network or maybe you are just talking with friends or whatever it is, just take a listen and and see if people are speaking life into other people or if they're sucking life, if they're putting the poison in there. Take a look at your own thoughts and your own mindset and the words that are coming out of your mouth. Are you breathing life into people? Or you're putting poison into their life. When I first came into business, actually in my employment, I have had the privilege of working um, with a really, really amazing woman. And three of the amazing things she taught me in life for business is you always put the people first. Never the project, always the people. You never bad mouths, your partner. So if you're in a partner with someone in business, you never talk badly over over their life or who they are or bad about them. And three, you never talk bad about anyone who's done bad against you, be it a business or a person. And what she's saying with that is what basically Proverbs 18.21 is saying. Words kill, words give life, They're either poison or fruit you choose. So do we choose to put poison in our businesses or do we want to bring life to them? Even though you might have bitterness against someone, do you want to put poison in their life or do you want to bring fruit to their life? Is what's coming out of your mouth from your heart? Does your heart need a little Jesus watering (laughs) and some healing? so that you can bring fruit to other people instead of poison? How are your opinions of things affecting other people and their businesses? Now, I'm not saying all this to condemn. I am saying it's challenges. It's challenging me. 
what I've been learning again has been challenging me. Am I going to let the devil have a foothold today or am I going to give him nothing? Am I going to give him a slippery slide where he's going to have no grip in my life or on others that I come in contact with? How can I be that breath of fresh air with Jesus in me over people's lives, over people's businesses, over suppliers, over customers, over clients? How can I do that? Romans 14.1 As for the weak, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinions. So as you're having conversations with people, and let's say someone shares their opinion, yes, you may feel discernment. It may put that feeling in your belly of lead where you might not agree with something. But how do you approach that? Can you approach it in a way that brings life to a person and not bring poison? Can you let that opinion go? Can you wait for 24 hours before you react to the conversation? Can you word it in a way that brings life and not death? Proverbs 18.2 A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So if we are God's disciples on this earth through our businesses, how is it that we can maturely and wisely approach things that we might not necessarily disagree with but might not bring poison so we don't bring poison but speak life into people is it that we take time and say I don't I might not necessarily agree with what you're saying but um you know you might even say nothing good worth saying is not worth saying at all so I'm gonna hold my tongue with this one or We can coach people through a conversation. Do you think it's good to talk bad about someone and breathe badness over their life? Or do we want to do things a little bit differently and speak goodness into them, but do it in a more of a coaching way? So I would love for you, if you're open to it, to be thinking in your own head, how is it that I approach situations? I can't control other people. None of us can control other people, but we can control ourselves. How can I breathe that life into that person? How can I encourage them? How can I encourage other businesses and business owners? Do I hold my tongue when I hear gossip about someone or do I pour petrol into the fire, so to speak? and create a bonfire out of something that shouldn't have been. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. This is completely me preaching to myself as well, and I am analysing how do I do that to people. God's given me like a responsibility that is to empower and speak life into thousands of women. Am I doing a good job with that? What can I do better? How can I speak goodness over people better, even though I might not disagree with what they do or what they say? Do I want to bring a curse over my business or do I want to bring life? So it's deep, (laughs) it's challenging, but I felt to share it because every situation is a learning experience. If we're learning, it's not wasted. We're not perfect. 
we're not, God knows we're not perfect. And thank you, Jesus, for coming on this earth to take away our imperfectness. So don't feel hard on yourself. Don't overthink it either. Just ask yourself when you're having conversations with people, how can I bring life to this conversation? Forgive yourself with what might have happened in the past. We all make mistakes. We all might have spoken ill of someone when we shouldn't have. Give it to God. God, I'm so sorry I said those words to that person. I forgive myself and I ask for forgiveness. I think the biggest thing in life is learning to forgive ourselves. It's hard to forgive others. But I don't know, as women, we just seem to hold on to things that we might have done. And we're like, man, why can't I just not let go of this? We just might need to forgive ourselves for making the mistake. To me, I'm so sorry for making this mistake. No worries, me. Let's forgive each other. Okay, amen. (laughs) I don't know, however you want to say it in your head to forgive yourself. But just let it go. Don't condemn yourself over it learn from it. Every opportunity is an opportunity to learn. Jesus is such a graceful person. And no matter how much we might think that we might need to have credit or, you know, tickets in the bank of how much we've done goodness, God, in the big scheme of things, doesn't count those. Just like Paul says in Timothy, I think it's Timothy 1, that even, you know, as someone as bad as me, God can still forgive. He just wants that relationship with you. He doesn't want the devil to have his footsteps or in your life in any way, shape or form. And this is just one of the things and one of the ways that he might be able to trip you up. So don't give him that opportunity. I'll leave this thought with you today. And I just pray, Father God, that you would just give us wisdom and give us knowledge about how we can breathe life into people better, how we can do business differently, how we can portray you in such a great way. You are an amazing father. We love you so much. We are so grateful for your forgiveness, for your grace that came at not our cost, but the cost of your son, and in no goodness that we've done, only to say that we want to have a relationship with you, and we believe that you're our saviour. We love you so much, Father God. Allow us, teach us how to be good business stewards of you. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you for these opportunities. Amen. Cool. Well, enjoy your day. That was big. That was deep. (laughs) Um, And I'll speak to you next time. Bye for now. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.